It's the favorites presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because their app is safe, secure, and easy to use. And when I win, I get paid fast. So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. This football season must be 21 or older and in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, call 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY 467369 in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. If you are listening live on AMP, welcome to the live version. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. I am joined, as I am for every episode, by my brother in winning, my companion, my compadre, my BFF, professional better from the City of Champions, Philadelphia, Simon Hunter. Flying high, Chad. Top 10 sports weekend as a, a Philadelphia fan for me. Fly, Eagles, fly, brother. Man, <laughs> listen, it wasn't just the Phillies and what they did on Friday and Saturday night. You know, you and I went to the Phillies game over the summer. That's a great stadium experience, and it is beautiful. Yeah. Like, it, when the sun is setting, it, it is wonderful. Man, what a glorious weekend to be in Philadelphia. It looked like people were paying for it. I went to the game Sunday night and they were uh, bruised up, brother. I mean, people were belligerent, like more more so than they usually are for Philadelphia fans. So it was definitely one of these games where like I could feel the tension and the vibe. Again, I'm not here to defend Dallas Cowboys fans. But I saw a kid, he's like 16 in a Cowboys jersey and this dude just laying into him. He was clearly in his 40s. And it's like, I had to tell that guy, like I was with another guy who's tall like, and big like me. I was like, dude, we don't want to have to fight you, but like you're picking on a 16 year old. What is happening right now? So it was definitely a risky weekend where guys who went to the Phillies game just kept boozing. It was an eight o'clock Cowboys game. I think they got 14 straight points. You could feel the tension. You know, that feeling in the stadium of like, this is happening right now. But thank thank God for those Cowboy fans. It didn't. Uh, they all survived the night. And yeah, just Again, Eagles 6-0 first half, 6-0 in the season, you know, ATS. Crazy bet that keeps hitting. And the fact that they're 6-0 as well, it's, yeah, it's magical as a better and a fan of the team. By the way, we had the the Eagles in the contest, not the Cowboys in the contest. And we will talk about the contest. Another three and two week. You know, I will remind everybody in this show, we will start to narrow down our favorite five. We will do our foxhole. We will do our Simon says, we will do our exec decision. A reminder to everybody, by the way, if you like betting, if you love the NBA, the way I love the NBA, I am a league pass freak. I love Zach Lowe's uh, of ESPN.com. I love his league pass rankings. My kid and I have been talking about it all week. I will watch as many games on league pass as I can. I think it's just an incredible product. Another great product, 
Action Network's Buckets podcast, hosted primarily by Matt Moore, who's one of the premier NBA writers of his generation. He kind of invented writing about analytics on the NBA. He will co-host Buckets, the NBA betting podcast, every single day during the week. The first time we're doing this every day, it's the most actionable NBA betting podcast you can get. And anyone will tell you that betting on the NBA is just freaking phenomenally fun. It's great to combine it with watching uh, Lee pass. Go Bulls, over 41 wins, 41 and a half. I like it. Simon, we went three and two. We ended up going with Atlanta plus five and a half. No brainer, never waffled. Jaguars plus two. That's going to hurt a lot. (laughs) Poor Chet. And then the Jets. Yep. The Jets was absolutely the last one in. It came down to the Jets and the Ravens. I wouldn't let you put the Ravens as I would do. We cannot go against the Giants. You misremember that. It was the Seahawks and Jets. No matter what, we were going to get that win. I just, I told you, no matter what, we weren't going against the Giants. I said, I don't, I don't care if it's a good number. They did. They just keep taking our money. We're not going against the Giants. And you're like, Fine. oh, that's interesting. I remember having a conversation saying we don't really think the Ravens can cover in the second half. Why would we put the Ravens in there? Yeah, I just remember the, the whole Giants part. But yeah, the, the Jets one, I got where you're coming from when you talked about it. You just didn't like the public money on it. And it was just like I said, you the public does win, Chad. And it's seven and a half. I feel like we kind of have to take it. So thank yep. God we did. It just it definitely spooked me. Zach Wilson looks like a deer in headlights sometimes. And you're just like, oh, God, but. That, that defense, the Jets team, man, their fans are lapping, taking dancing on people's graves right now, and they should be. Like four and two, the city New, or New Jersey, I should say, them and the Giants, it's buzzing, and Buffalo for New York. That's It's just a wild time right now for all these teams. Should we check in with Matt Mitchell right now and see how he survived the Kansas City-Buffalo Bills game? I have never been more emotionally, personally, financially <laughs> – invested in a football game that was not a playoff game in my entire life, over leveraged, as they would say. And of course, it was in that dreadful window where I had to get both kids to bed. Bless my wife, taking my kids out of the house for the entire first half. She's the real MVP. (laughs) And it was like a heavyweight fight. And I was the one who ended up feeling badgered and bruised by the end. But, you know, got to slip on the the latex gloves, have my have my labats, have my delicious wings. And then as soon as that game was over, I had my wife. She was pretty excited because she knew I would go and pick her up anything she wanted for dinner. So I had to drive to the south side to get her her favorite sandwich. And then I just got absolutely blasted as soon as I uh, got back. So want to thank Josh Allen. I'm going to play the Josh Allen alarm here. And I'll continue to do this until everyone's ears bleed because Josh Allen is the savior of Western New York. Alert here for Josh Allen. Let me just say this. When you talk about putting on the latex gloves, and for those who are listening live, Matt Mitchell eats his wings with latex gloves because he doesn't like to get his fingers dirty. Every time you do that, I think you're a serial killer. (laughs) 
I'm more like a surgeon. More like a surgeon. But no, no surprise at that game, though, right? Like the pros were all over that. That line was fishy all week, a little bit. So, yep. you know, if Chad would have came to me on Sunday, said, let's put the Bills in, I wouldn't have been able to fight him on it. But I, I, I took the first half, felt really lucky to get that. But as a Bills fan, I don't know. I feel like you guys wanted them that you would want the Bills to lose that game. You, now you got to beat the Chiefs twice in the same year. You have yet to do it. It's so to me, it was like all set up perfectly. But Josh Allen's so damn good. He can't help but be the MVP that he is and win that game. So I'm scared for Bills fans. We already know how it's going to play out, right? NFC East is NFC Beast this year. One of these three teams, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, get to the Super Bowl to take down the Bills again for the fifth straight time. Matt Mitchell, <laughs> I don't know how you would handle that, but it just feels like it's all setting up for the Bills to make it and then play an NFC, NFC East team. Uh, history just can't help but repeat itself. Simon, we're going to get to these games right now. Also a reminder, we in the foxhole, we had the Saints plus two. Ouch. That was a that was a crushing defeat. Yeah. That and the yeah, Jets. If, if Lattimore played, that would have been a different game. Like that yeah. Chase getting away there at the end to score that touchdown. No 100%. chance he, he does it against them. So that, that was just a glaring injury. Simon says was in Atlanta plus five and a half. Well done. The exact decision was Cleveland minus three. Not good job by me. The big balls bet of the week. I own it. I own it. You said it on the podcast. It's all me. I own it. Uh, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. What I don't understand is why the fuck when I have a clip where I say the Pittsburgh Steelers are the right side, why can't we fucking find it and post it? I don't understand this. Chad wins. It's like it doesn't even exist. They did post it. Oh, they did? I didn't see it. Just a pure egomaniac. God bless Chad. Yeah, even I saw it. I'm never on Twitter. That's, that's so classic, Chad. Uh, go to Sur- Scooch Roulette, guy who, who, who bullied me in the very beginning of the year because his record was better than me. Survivor, we had the Rams. Scooch Roulette, Simon at Seattle, plus two and a half. Uh, Chad had the Saints, plus one and a half. Nature is running its back. course. Millman always ends up ahead, my friend. <laughs> yeah, um, right. We got to get into these games. I think we've got some serious questions to ask ourselves about the Jags, about the Browns, about the Colts. We're going to get to all of that. Let's rock and roll. With the Thursday night game for this week, the Saints visiting the Arizona Cardinals. The Saints are one and a half point underdogs right now. I mean, look, the Cardinals now have Robbie Anderson and that changes everything. (laughs) Uh, Tickets are on the Cardinals. The money is on the Saints. Thursday night game. Here's what we can tell you. Tends to favor the home team and favor the under. Yep. I mean, this Cardinals team, I feel like we just keep it simple. You fade them in the first quarter. You fade them in the first half. You can do whatever whatever you want with the rest of the game, but it's literally like watching poetry. They really are giving us free money with this Cardinals team. I think they had the ball. It must have been fourth and two. So, like, they should line up for a field goal in the first quarter. They didn't. They let the time run. So, anyway, they took Seattle covered that first quarter. And then, of course, they went for it on fourth and two. Didn't get it. Seattle goes down the field, scores. They cover the first half. And they just – Whatever it is with this Cardinals team is just something wrong. And the issue wasn't wide receivers to me. Again, they're about to get back Hopkins, right? So that was an interesting move by them. Um, Again, could it be because Marquise Brown's got hurt and they thought, you know, Brown's got a foot injury. Maybe that's why we'd make this move. But apparently it's not as serious as they thought it was going to be. I just – I look at this Cardinals team as I just don't know when I'm going to get behind them. So if if you've been waiting to back them, this is a good spot, but I just know all the professionals will be on the Saints. The Saints are just a more complete team. They're in that game without their three top receivers against uh, the Bengals. They're just a, a tough team. So 
I see hard New Orleans. I see no heart with the Cardinals. I'll, I'll take New Orleans. The Saints are what we like to say in the business. A tough out. Yeah. They really are. They are. They're, they're just impressive. And uh, they're, they, they, they're hyper competent. And I was not a Dennis Allen fan coming into the year. But it seems like he fully understands who he is and who this team is and what their strengths are. They don't try to be who they aren't. They're a they're a sturdy lunch pail team. Yeah. Uh, and when they don't have enough talent like they did in this weekend, uh, they keep it close, but they might lose it in the end. Kind of a pass for me is in, in the contest. There's not. A yeah, chance. I wouldn't do contest, but first half, first quarter, I'm just going to keep riding these trends. Like, yeah, a couple of trends burned me last week, and other ones I got super lucky with. Like that Giants under, we joked about it. it was it's been 14 and one now, 15 and one. Saquon took a knee at the one and it hit. So, yeah. again, you can get lucky, but you just play those trends and numbers and it usually can work out for you. Well, listen, uh, you know how much I love the luck rankings, the luck rankings that we're doing yeah. on Action Network, actionnetwork.com. Download the Action Network app. It's free. The luck rankings, when there's a differential in luck, as we calculate it, of 16 points or more. 10. Well, 10 or more is one record. It's, it's I think... Uh, something like 18 and 10 against the spread. But when it's 16 or more, the Delta is like 14 and two against the spread. The Giants continue to be one of the luckiest teams in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the Colts, are we wrong about the Colts? They're on the road at the Titans divisional game. There's some two and a half Titans out there. There's some three out there. Is this one of those where if you can get the home team at two and a half off the buy, you take it. If not, you pass. Yeah, we're just we'll keep losing money to the Colts, but I have no other choice mm -hmm. here. It's like Tennessee is a good team. They play good at home. Colts, I, I, it's it's incredible what they've done this year. They just even if they they're not playing well, the, the Matt Ryan has just been unreal in these final two minutes of these games. Like three different games they've flipped now on their season in the final two minutes. So. Yeah, I could not understand it. It doesn't matter. It's just, again, we'll talk about the Giants when they come up. That's literally football. Like, it, it, winning's the hardest part. All the other stuff's pretty easy. Belichick always talks about that. You can have the smartest game plan. You can have the best defensive scheme. Did you win? Because that is literally the hardest part of these games. So, like, I don't know what the hell is going on with the Giants. They keep winning, which is the hardest part. I have no idea how the Colts keep doing it. But the only thing I could think of is, like, a team here that a veteran quarterback – in the final two minutes, he's just playing really well. So I feel like the public will eventually come in on the Colts here because of what they saw last week. And Tennessee is kind of just a team that feels a little fluky at their record. But, like, I feel like you just – you talked about it, Chad. Minus two and a half, it's, it's hard for me not to take Tennessee here. That's just a nice number for a team that beat this Colts team like two weeks ago by seven. By the way, the uh, Titans are minus two and a half, minus 120 at FanDuel. Here's the benefit of listening live. If uh, if it's at minus 120, they're basically saying get it at two and a half while you can because it's going to go to three soon. If you're in a state where you can get FanDuel and you're using the Action Network app, you can go right from the app to betting on FanDuel with QuickSlip. It is so freaking easy. And then it automatically, uh, then you can track your bet right away. Um, I wouldn't do it though. You wouldn't? I, wouldn't, I would not take Tennessee right now. I I... I I need to run. I would have to look into it more because this stinks. This line stinks. 
Like the, the books aren't our friends. All right, guys, we all know that. So I need to look into lines like this. I just, my first glance, my first gut is to hit it. There's other games I bet we're going to talk about, but this one, I like it. I like Tennessee. I just would not buy it. It's the same thing with uh, last week with the Saints. Like they got me good. Like obviously we didn't see those injuries coming, but that number right away like stunk to me. It's like that's that's free money. There's no way the Bengals should be favored. So feels the same here with Tennessee. It feels like a really low number for a home team. That's to me better than Colts. Simon, I'm trying to shill for the sponsor right here, and you're you're getting in the way and trying to keep it real for the people. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. I haven't I haven't sold out yet. The Giants, the very lucky Giants, are visiting the Jaguars. Jaguars are minus three right now. Are we Damn wrong about the Jaguars? We are in love with the Jaguars, and I feel like the Jaguars have been the team where we have let us down. that our biases are getting in the way. Is it though? <laughs> they were that took a third and ten last second touchdown. Like that was brutal. Um, but that's just gambling, chat. I don't know. I don't I don't react to it too much. Both these teams have burned us in totally opposite ways. Of course, we should be. We're, I'm betting. I can tell you right now. I'm betting Jaguars. No brainer. I'm betting. This well, game. are the Jaguars a foxhole? Are the Jaguars as Simon says? I don't know because I don't know if you're going to let me put this in the contest. Just because they literally they just keep burning us. The Jaguars. They keep putting in good spots, and then something happens where they lose and don't cover at the end of these games. So listen, I'm not afraid of the Jaguars. I just want to know if we're evaluating them wrong. All right. I mean, if you like the Giants, take it. I just think again. I'm not I'm saying. Just, I, no. 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 I'm not saying I like the Giants. Do you like the? Are you saying you want to bet the Jaguars or you want to bet the Giants? I would take the Jaguars. Nothing's changed in my opinion. Like, again, I don't care that they didn't cover last week. I stay the course. It's like my numbers say they're better than they are. Yeah, that sucked what happened last week. How, how am I going to build a model off of that? A guy on third and 10 off his back foot throws a perfect strike to the corner of the end zone with 17 seconds left. It. It's just it's not possible. I do have worries about their defense, which consistently can't stop anybody. Uh, but they're up and, and down. I, I, some weeks they're good. Some weeks they're bad. Again, that's the issue right now. Like their offense shows up, but their defense doesn't. Their defense shows up, the offense doesn't. They're just inconsistent. So I, that's why I don't know if I'm going to make it in one of our plays in the contest, but I can promise you I'm betting this number. It's the Giants, like you just said, they're probably the luckiest team in football. It's it's insane they're 5-1, and one, but they are their record, right? Like their only loss was to a divisional foe and the Cowboys just – the only, you know the other team that's the same way? The Bills. The Bills are 5-1. They're only lost a divisional team. How much world apart are these two teams? It's football, though. It doesn't make sense, but they are what their record says they are. Uh, do you want to make it Foxhole or Simon Says? No, I got something else for that. All right. Buccaneers on the road. I'm putting the Jaguars on our list as one of our fave fives, just for conversation starters. Uh, Buccaneers. <laughs> Buccaneers on the road at this the is Panthers. a damn dinner party to you, Chad. <laughs> That's funny. It's yeah. funny. It's a dip. Still got listen, it. Listen, listen. My life is all, you know, butlers and <laughs> yeah. servers and candelabras and genteel <laughs> conversation in the hinterlands of New England. It's all folly and habit. And oh, isn't it cute? Isn't it all cute? This betting thing. I'll tell you right now, the Jags will be part of the conversation. Buccaneers on the road at the Panthers plus 10 and a half in our world, looking at the number, this is an auto bet on the Panthers. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll be in our contest, but like Chad just said, it's a divisional game. 
you know what? I probably feel more comfortable even thinking about it right now. I'll be on the under most likely. Like this in the Jets game, we'll talk when we get to that one. Those felt like automatic bangers on the unders because something the Bucks defense is pretty solid. And Carolina's defense isn't that terrible. Like they were getting pressure on Stafford all of the last um, game. The issue was the offense got nothing. Like, again, McCaffrey gets his, but the defense can only be on the field so long until they're done. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Carolina 10 and a half. I, I feel like Chad nailed it. It's like a big divisional dog. We take them in the spot. Um, I, I don't know if I can be talking to them, them being in the contest. That P.J. Walker kid, bad, 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 bad. So it, it, it's, it's a hard one to swallow. Um, again, there's, they're coming up. There's a couple of dogs I really like this week. The total on this game is 40 and a half right now. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it's nice. such an interesting game. So let's say you don't look at the number. Let's say you look at the numbers, blindly bet the Panthers, which we will. Yeah, um, I have it at eight. So like, I'm, I'm, this is good value, but it's yeah. like no confidence. I mean, again, at least with your Pittsburgh one, I saw the hell you were talking about. You're like, it's a good spot to back Tomlin. Like, forget the team. This is a Tomlin spot. So like that made sense. We got nothing here except our morals of like a divisional dog, double digits at home. Yeah. Got to take no. it. We, we, we have morals when it comes to betting and we like to do <laughs> the right thing. The reason why I liked the Steelers against the Bucs, I like the, I, I like Mike Tomlin as a coach. I like, I think Pittsburgh is a challenging place to play. Uh, I thought it was a good spot. I think there's a lot of disarray on the Buccaneers right now. I don't think any of those things exist with the Panthers, right? Like, I don't believe, like, I believe what? in Kenny Pickett. They just threw a guy off the sideline and traded him. Yeah, but I don't think like they don't, there's not, it's not a coaching mismatch. There's no real home field advantage when you're playing in Carolina. You know how yeah. I feel about like the culture in Carolina. It's Jake Gleason or PJ Walker. I just think Kenny Pickett, he played well enough in the first game that I had enough of a belief that they put together a game plan with him for a full week. Right. Um, all those things, even though it was Mitch Trubisky for a lot of the game. So I like the Panthers here, but you know. We're not going to big balls it or anything. No. Uh, meanwhile, the Green Bay Packers are on the road. Five and a half point favorites against the Washington Commanders playing without Carson Wentz. Spock, I mean, Simon says, give oh. it to me. Give it to me. Love it. Automatic bet. Best news I heard all week that Carson was out. Simon Thank says, God. but hold, you got to name who you're betting. Washington. I mean, they, people know. What, what? Do you think these people think I'm taking Green Bay here? Yeah, easy bet, Washington. Again, nothing against Wentz. I just think they've had he's had he has good weapons around him. He just hasn't been using them. And to me, wherever the next quarterback up, it's a big deal. Like Brian Roberts is going to be their offense, right? They'll run it through the running back, play action, everything you could think of. Carson holds on to it too long. That's why they stopped running play action because this kid doesn't get it. You make one read, you throw it, or you throw a dump, you dump it off. Carson's always like I, I can't stand it. So to me. I wanted to be on Green Bay. As soon as I saw Carson was out, automatically was going to be in on this Washington team. The fact that all the money, all the bets are going to be coming in all week on Green Bay, they're going to put them in teasers. Again, we just talked about, we talked about last week with the 49ers. I, I looked at that number right away and said, this is why you want Atlanta. Like they're giving you a free number here at five and a half where people will just tease down that, that 49ers team. Like that was going to be a big team in that spot. Same thing here. Like immediately this number came out, Green Bay, they're not what you guys think they are. Like that, we made fun of that 10 and 0 spread, 10 and 0 ATS number last week. 
it doesn't it doesn't play. Devontae Adams is gone. So to me, Green Bay's issues are way deep. Washington, they got talent. They got players in this team. They shouldn't be as bad as our record says. They just didn't win these coin flip games. That's a good that's a good number for a team that plays in coin flip games. So Green Bay, this this number should be closer to three and a half, three than five and a half, six than it is. Simon says, bet the Washington Commanders plus five and a half. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Carson Wentz. We love Carson Wentz being out. It's the best thing that can happen to this team. (laughs) Yeah. He's just terrible. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Uh, Because I'm just thinking about the fact that they, they not again, nothing against Carson. But the fact that my numbers like go up just a little bit, the fact they take him out, that's how bad he's been. Where if you look on the, on paper, he's not that bad. I think he had like 10 touchdowns and a 15, like 1,500 yards. But you look at the film, you break it down, the, all the opportunities he lives on the field, it's bad. So, again, maybe I'm going to be eating this next week when Heineke gives up a pick six and we're down 20 in the first half. But just a good spot to take this Washington team against a Green Bay team that's just reeling. They got major issues right now. Remember that? Remember in 2017 when Carson Wentz was having an MVP year and he injured his knee. I remember the play really well. Yeah, but there was we were I was watching the Thursday night game with the Bears, in which clearly they should have won that game, and um, <laughs> it was third down for Washington, and there was a time when Carson Wentz was on the Eagles in that magical year. Where if he dropped back to pass on third down, it was like a Patrick Mahomes thing. You just automatically assumed he was seeing it and it was going to convert. Like you were afraid to be against Carson Wentz and the Eagles on third down. Boy, how things have changed. And we talk all the time. Confidence is one of the most important things in sports. Like you need it. Um, Do you watch that Redeem Team documentary? No, I'm dying to. Oh, uh, you would love it. I mean, you would love it. But the whole the whole Kobe thing, like his mentality of it. It's just one of these things like certain guys have it and like you need that killer in you. And Carson just seems completely gone with that. The confidence just does not seem there. So, um, yeah, again, I, I could be in my words next week, but I do think they've adjusted too much for Wentz being out. This, this is too big of a number for the Green Bay team. Lions plus seven on the road at the Cowboys. Dak Prescott expected to start early money. And tickets all on the Lions at plus seven. I know. And like, I want to join them because, like, I love this Detroit team, but the fear is like the Cowboys defense. I know the Eagles did well against it, but I don't know. It feels like it's a lot to ask of a Lions team that got absolutely dominated by a Patriots defense. Um, but seven's a lot of points. So, no real play for me yet. I feel like I'm going to end up on Detroit because, like, I feel like, again, that's a lot of points for an offense that can move the ball. Right. Detroit can move the ball, but are they sucking me in, Chad, giving me the seven with Detroit? That's what I'm worried about here, because we just saw the Cowboys lose on the main stage. Usually that number would bump down a little bit and it might have been seven and a half when it opened and went down to seven, whatever it was. I'm not seeing seven and a half. I see open at seven. Open at seven. So, yeah, books are telling you something there. They're clearly willing to take a position here on Dallas. See, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch that one yet. Let me keep looking into it. But. As we sit here, I feel like I'm being sucked in. I want to take Detroit. Like, you know I, how I sometimes, like you know, sometimes, look, we've talked about this a lot. A lot of times betting is about understanding inherently when teams are going to peak 
And when the market has sort of reached its apex, and that's when you sell your position for, for lack of a better term, but there's a lot of sort of analog terminology between betting and investing. The Lions feel to me like a team that you want to get off right now. Yeah, like they're going to go on a little slump here. Yeah. I know they're coming off the bye, but they had they had so many moments early in the year where they kept it close, kept it close, found the back door, didn't work out. Are they coming off the bye believing? Are they coming off the bye frustrated? I would not want to play the Lions in this position yet. I need to get a sense of who they are, having been in a really bad spot. And again, I got a bunch of texts over the weekend about that they knew for a fact that Dak was going to be back this upcoming week. Is he being rushed back? We saw that happen last year with Russell Wilson rushed back, and he could not do anything for that Seahawks team with that injury. So something to think about if you are going to bet Dallas, or you got Dak coming off a pretty serious injury sooner than they thought, because not that he was scared of Cooper Rush, but like, you know, guy doesn't like another guy taking a job and winning games. Like, he's human. So that could be a rush back there. You got to realize that when you're back. I mean, might, might not be the running around scrambling Dak you think he's going to be right when he comes back. Tip off the NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get $150 in free bets guarantee when you place your first $5 bet. Plus, FanDuel is the only sportsbook that's giving all customers three months of NBA League Pass. When they make a $5 bet on the NBA, this is not part of the script. I have League Pass. It is insanely fun to watch. You can get this stuff for $5 bet on the NBA. You got to go get it. Then you can watch all the action as you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to totals this season. My favorite NBA bet is Chicago Bulls over their season win total. So don't miss your chance to get $150 in free bets plus three months of NBA lead pass with promo code favorites. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older and in select states, new customers. First online real money wager, only $10 deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Existing customers, $5 NBA wager required. Limit one pass per customer across both offers. Restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See full terms for both offers at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Falcons, uh, 6-0 against the spread. We have bet them basically every week. Talking about, is it time to get off a team? They are on the road at the Bengals, six-point underdogs. It feels like, 
a really big number for the Falcons, but I am starting to worry about regression. For who, the Falcons? Yeah. I don't know. Their, their run scheme seems to work. Like, it's really weird and exotic, and teams don't seem like they know how to defend against it because they're the only ones that are really running this. It's like Army-Navy's three-back set with Mariota as the running back QB. Um, I looked the other way. Like, six points against Cincy. Have they won a game by more than six points in, like, seven months? I don't know. Like, their whole playoff run was this. Um, it's It's bizarre. Like this number again, I'm with Chad where it's like, we got to hop off. Last week was simple for me with Atlanta like that. Yep. That we, we spotted that a mile away of just 49ers in a letdown spot. Um, Bengals. I want to say they're in due for a letdown spot, but they're not really like, this isn't a letdown spot where it's more so for Atlanta, but it's a big number and Atlanta keeps games close. So I feel like I'm going against two things here where it's like, I know for a fact since he doesn't like to win big and they usually keep games close. And I know what Atlanta is. Atlanta keeps games close and they just run it. And I saw last week the Saints were able to move the ball on the ground against this um, Bengals defense. Bengals, again, I told the stat last week, they, they have only given up one or zero touchdowns in the second half this year. Like their defense is better than people think. That was their first over of the year last year. Um, so maybe I'll be wrong and their defense will show up and completely shut down this Atlanta offense. And like Chad said, they're 6-0 ATS. They're due for a letdown spot and a letdown game. But it's hard for me to get off. That's just such a big number for a, a Bengals team that just plays games close. So Yeah, I'm surprised um, the market isn't adjusting to this yet. Are you, though? Because they're still plus 700 to win their division, even though they should have beat the Saints and they should have probably upset the Bucs. And they're still plus 700 and the Bucs are big favorites. It just seems like we're adjusted. We're on this Atlanta team. The market is not like the public is still not buying in Atlanta. So I'm going to keep buying because I still think we're getting a good number here, brother. All right. All right. Uh, we still owe people a foxhole. We still owe people an exec decision from Chad. I believe we will be coming upon both of those very, very soon. The <laughs> Browns are six and a half point underdogs to the Ravens. Are we wrong about this Brown team? I was in love with this Browns team. We had a two and a half in the contest. I thought it was 100% the right side, getting a really good coach, the best running back in the NFL. Jacoby Brissett had been a serviceable to better than average quarterback so far this year. Their running game is, their rush defense is terrible. But I really liked it this past weekend against the, the Patriots. That We just got it wrong, plain wrong. Ravens can't seem to close people out. Yeah, so like, I don't know what the hell to do with it. Like yeah, Cleveland can't I, stop the run. The Ravens want to run the ball. I mean, again, Kenyon Drake came out of nowhere and looked like unbelievable for the Ravens last week against the Giants. But I don't know what to do with this. Like I'm looking at a Ravens team that they should have covered last week. They should have won. They let these teams back in. I don't know if it's by turnover or whatever they do. What is the crazy stat now? I think it might be they're up to like 102 seconds of only trailing the season. That's the, now they've trailed this entire season. They're three and three. So – Man, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I want to, I want to back Baltimore. This is like usually a spot where Baltimore blows out a bad team. Jacoby Brissett turned back into a pumpkin. Just keeps making big mistakes, throwing those bad picks. Um, don't know what to do. Like, I want to take, I want to take the Ravens. I know I shouldn't. I'll probably end up on Cleveland. I'll just stay away because I just don't know. Yeah. I don't have a feel for this game right now. This is not a contest play right now. The only games no. we've really pegged for the contest so far: Jags minus three. 
Washington plus five and a half. Let's move on to the Jets visiting the Denver Broncos right now. At FanDuel, you can get Denver at uh, minus two and a half, minus 110 over the Jets. Money pouring in on the Jets. Tickets pouring in on the Jets. Should be. Yeah. What you see is what you get. WYSIWYG, man. Like... I mean, your your only reason for taking Denver right now would just be off fade on Zach Wilson. It's like, is this kid really about to win back-to-back road games in Lambeau and then go up to Denver and win another one? Where it's like, look for another way. It's like in, in really good defense and a two-headed monster running back. You don't need to ask Zach Wilson to do that much to make that work. So if Russell Wilson's out, I actually might get on Denver because their defense is really good. Like their their defense is just as good as the Jets. That's why like I think it's a good underplay and um, one I might be giving out on Sunday. A little preview, but convince me. Yeah, convince me. So it just it just feels like a no brainer play where you have two really dominant defenses and two major question marks at quarterback. Again, Zach Wilson, he made plays last week. Once they got him outside the pocket in the second half, the rain stopped a little bit. He was actually making semi decent throws. Um, it's just. There's always these moments of him like he did nothing for that entire first half. Again, I get it. Rodgers did nothing either, but he has good weapons right now. The Jets have good, surprisingly good weapons on offense. Um, I really want to take it. I won't lie to you, Chad. I really want to take this plus two because, again, the look at was seven and a half. The Jets were seven and a half dog against this Denver team. So, yeah, it, that's a big move um, based on what's going on this season. But, again, it's, it's warranted. I feel like Chad just talked about it. It's like – what we see is what you get. These two teams, I feel like we know exactly what their identities are. They're really good defenses. One has an offense that actually can produce points. The other one just has not. Denver just simply has not produced points. Again, they covered and had a chance of winning overtime. Russell Wilson threw for 13 yards in that second half. Like, you can't make it up, but that's how dominant that Denver defense is. Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner, uh, two of the odds on favorites, to win uh, rookies of the year yeah, for crazy. their respective sides of the ball. No, it's no, it's a crazy time. Like them and the Giants, I get it. New York, New York people, they're loud right now. They deserve it. That's that's insane at both these teams. And the Bills, again, can't forget about the Bills. Insane, these teams, uh, they're all just winning. And they're like, again, convincingly winning. Like nothing to hand it to them. They're winning really tough games. It's, it's incredible. Simon, you said it best. Democracy is in peril. Personal freedoms are under assault. The economy around the world is cratering. But the Jets being as good as they are makes it a crazy time. And again, I talked about the Phillies win the World Series every time a U.S. Uh, market collapses. The money, whenever all everyone goes broke in America, the Phillies have won a World Series. So <laughs> feeling good. Put it all on the Phillies. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Hedge uh, against inflation. I got an exec decision coming up because I got the Houston Texans on the road at the Raiders, plus seven. The choice between the unthinkable and the impossible. Now you have your orders, execute them. Executive decision. Houston Texans, one of the best teams against the spread this year. 75% of the money of the tickets coming in on the Raiders. 64% of the bets coming in on the Texans. Show me the Texans. Boom, bada boom, bada boom, yeehaw. Does that mean that's your executive play? Yeah. <laughs> Another no-brainer play. Houston, they play games close. They're not as bad as people perceive. Raiders hate to play with big leads. I feel like every time they even have a lead, they somehow give it back. Again, 
I can't get over that Cardinals game. I, I really cannot get over it, especially after we've seen Cardinals so many weeks in. The Raiders should be so much better than their record says they are. But at the same time, who are they to be catching seven against a, a Texas team that can move the ball and really has a, a pretty solid defense? So I know there's a lot of questions to me on this Raiders defensive side. I don't have as many as for the Texans. I think they actually have a pretty solid de- team all around. Their biggest question mark is just the QB position. So I'll, I'll, I'll be with you, Chad. I'll take that seven put in the contest. Yeah, isn't that strange? Uh the Texans are one of those teams where people they're never going to get respect from the market right now. There's not no. a chance. Um, and so they're going to continue to be huge underdogs and that's why they're doing so well against the spread. Yeah. Great. I'm glad we had that conversation, <laughs> putting them on the list, Houston plus seven. They are the exec decision reminder. The Simon says is Washington plus five and a half. We still owe everybody a foxhole. Uh, they know people already knew before it even happened what it was going to be. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks are on the road. They are six and a half point underdogs against the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't see any reason at this point to not bet the Seahawks when they are nearly a touchdown underdog. The Chargers have shown me nothing. I know, but at the same time, this is a coin flip game. That's probably going to end with a seven. So like I I feel more comfortable taking the Seahawks money line. than I do taking the six and a half, but I'm I'm 100% with Chad. As soon as this game came out, it was like seven, seven and a half before the Chargers played. I grabbed it. Um, I just like Gino. It was the same reason we took Gino last week against the Cardinals. We just think their offense is legit. I did not see their defense showing up like they did against the Cardinals. Again, that could be more about the Cardinals, but their team could be improving every week. Um, we joked about it. They're 14 to one right now to win this division. 14 to one, Seattle. And they're tied right now. So, the Rams are kind of falling apart. I, I wouldn't back them in any way. 49ers could get healthier, right, as the season goes along, and that's definitely the cream of the crop in this division. But a 14-1, Seattle, again, they have a tough they have a tough stretch coming down here. That's just – that's a, that's pretty good value. So, it'll be the public side. I'll be like the Jets last week. But, again, the public gets something – they get things right. So, I'm, I'm cool with walking into a trap here and taking Seattle. Hoping it would go back to seven, but we'll still take that six and a half. You can still get it, you know. Shop Six around. and a half minus 107 right now. That's interesting. All right. Here we go. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, God. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the road. They're visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they are three-point favorites right now. Boxel. I knew it. Let's climb down into the foxhole. Easy foxhole. 49ers. God, I hate this. <laughs> if you're new here, me and Chad, we almost always fade Shanahan as a favorite, but we always back him as a dog. And this is a dog position with Shanahan on a run scheme that historically does very well against a Chiefs defense that's not that good against the run. So, yes, the Chiefs added players. Maybe they have improved that aspect of their team. I think it's going to catch up to them in this spot. This is a bad position to be in. Again, it's rare they're going to drop two in a row. I don't know if they're going to lose. Again, grabbing that three in this matchup where they should be closer to, you know, a pick minus one, uh, the 49ers. So love the value on this with the, the, the 49ers. As soon as I saw it open, I loved it. You can wait. If you want to wait and maybe got a three and a half, I think you can. Because I, I just see no reason why the, the public wouldn't hammer this Chiefs team. Like you're getting Mahomes as a short favorite. That's that's when people are going to grab them. But we'll see. Our guy Evan Abrams will put out an article. I know for a fact the trends are going to favor taking the 49ers here. 
Mahomes just has not been covering as a short favorite. It's it's bizarre. He just hasn't been. Like these games they win, it's like that that Raiders game. They win by one, they win by two. They win these close games, but it's it's just a different team. We've seen it, we've seen it with this Chiefs team. They're just different without Tyree Kill. That's 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 for sure. So to me, 49ers, they're a defensive team. Uh, this should be a defensive battle. Another game, I'll be on a dog and an under in this matchup. Yeah, the total in this game um, is, by the way, you talked about the total in another game. And I forgot which one it was. Jets? Jets. Jets. It was that total. 39 and a half. Uh, 39 and a half. Yeah. The total in this game is, um, looks like 48 and a half right now. And people keep uh, messing with me. I know these unders are going to catch up to me, people, but we have to keep betting. They just keep they keep hitting. I don't know what you want from me. Like, I, I get look, it. I get it, we, but they keep hitting. We put out a stat. Uh, unders are are hitting at a rate that we haven't seen in nearly 30 years. Ever. There's fewer touchdowns <laughs> this year than yeah. ever before. Um, it's actually wreaking havoc with uh, wreaking havoc with the anytime touchdown markets, which people love, but they're all out of whack now because there are so few, so many fewer touchdowns that people aren't catching these things. Look at Justin Herbert last night. The the odds on him at another sports book to throw a touchdown pass were boosted from like minus 800 to plus 100. Everybody bet it and nobody cashed because he didn't throw any touchdown passes. I mean, I feel no no pain for any anytime touchdown betters. It's not that I'm calling you a sucker if you bet those all the time, but it is. It's like there's a lot of guys on offense. Who the hell caught that touchdown the first one? A backup rookie tight end? Yeah. Scored for Denver first. It's a sucker bet, people, but it's fun. So, like, that's why I do anytime touchdowns. Like, there are value, but you're going to get burned by these random things. I mean, that Herbert thing, hilarious, right? That promo they give out, everyone's going to bet it. The guy can't throw one touchdown. First time in, what, like 36 games? Something bizarre, right, Chad? So, yeah, it's I, – I would say the big thing people have been stressing about, they're like, why, what's, why scoring down? Like, Tom Brady came out. Remember, he made that whole thing about all everyone's looking Bad sloppy. Football. See, I honestly think – Tom doesn't give a damn about anyone else's football team. He was talking to his own team. I, I really do think that. So to me, when I look at football right now, the difference is the cover two and the athleticism on defense. Like, again, you can throw it on the refs. You want to say the refs are the big reason too? I can't fight you on it. Like that Miami game was insane. That Vikings in Miami game. I think that Miami had 450 yards and they only had 17 points. Why? Because they'll get in their red zone, and then all of a sudden it'd be third and 30. They'll pick up a first down. All of a sudden it's fourth and 40 because they call it holding. It's just – it's been bizarre for uh, a lot of these referee games. Um, but I'm with you, Chad. The unders, what can we do? Like, we like betting unders. We have to keep pounding them. They keep hitting. Even when the books are adjusting, the unders are still coming through, especially primetime unders. It's, it's a magical year if you're an under better. I'm going to say something that is sacrilegious. <laughs> right now – it's more fun to watch college football in prime time than the NFL. Like these games are excruciating. Last night, the Broncos and the Chargers, I think in the first two series, there might've been eight plays and seven penalties, uh, including on the first play of the game. It's really, it, it's just terrible. It's a terrible product to watch. Dad, who's the starting quarterback of Georgia? Stetson Bennett. Damn it. All right. So you know sports at least. But I was just going to say, I, I, I get it. People are going to hype up college. I still think college is different where it's like, I think it's better there than it is on TV. Cause I, I just think college is so sloppy, but yeah, a Bama Tennessee game. I watch that any day of the week, but an Iowa Nebraska game, there's no amount of money you can give me to watch that game. So I just, 
I think NFL is a little cleaner, but I guess you kind of have a point. Like this past weekend, I would say college won. But this season, I just think NFL has been better. Um, the parody to me is everything. People don't like it. There's all these two and three or two and four, three and three teams. I love it. That's my favorite thing about the NFL. It's like truly any given Sunday. Um, that's really been that this year to the max, right? Inch by inch, Simon. <laughs> Steelers visiting the Dolphins. Uh, they're seven point underdogs with two expected to start. Tickets and money coming in on Miami. Does this Miami team return to form when they started the year undefeated and were so incredibly dynamic? Yeah, and again, I might be getting sucked in, but I feel like I'm 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 really supposed to bet Pittsburgh here. And like Miami, I don't know how two is going to be coming off that injury. I just have a lot of questions right now with the Miami team. Maybe, maybe I'm buying fool's gold back in a, a Pittsburgh team that just had the win of the season for them. But at the same time, you could say Pittsburgh might have found an identity there. And I, I would honestly feel better if it was Mitch um, than Kenny, where I like Kenny. I think he, he is a better quarterback right now than Mitch is. But prime time in Miami, that's, that's, that's a lot um, to put on a rookie where at least Mitch has been there before and knows these situations. But can't bet it. Can't bet it when I don't, don't know who the quarterbacks are. Um, I'm assuming it is going to be Tua. Like Chad just said, he's been cleared. God, Miami fans are hoping it is. Like, you need him back ASAP because they've dropped, what, three games now? Um, it's, it's just been a slide ever since his injury. The Bears are on the road. They are eight-point underdogs against the resurgent Bailey Zappies. Bailey Zappy. I don't know. Chad knows what we have to do here, right? We're just going to keep losing money. Yeah, we got to just keep losing money against New England, but no choice. We we have to take the Bears here. Um, No way. I know I'd probably get convinced to put this in the contest, but it feels like the Steelers last week. It's like... Chad talked about there's just certain games you have to play. You just follow the book, the Bears, buying as low as you can buy. A team that just lost on prime time, got embarrassed, have just been talked terribly for the last 10 days, playing against a Patriots team that is just on absolute roll. You got you got Patriots fans talking about them being able to win their division now. Like delusional fan base. Love it. I wish I could put this in the contest saying here on Tuesday, but like we're putting this one in. I just I feel like I'm just simply betting a number here. I make this whatever it is, six and a half, six. What is it up to now, Chad? I think it might be up to eight. Eight. So yeah. <laughs> it's I want to say it's an over-adjusted, but maybe I'm too low and zappy. Because this kid makes good throws and they're scheming it up well. But I gotta look at the teams he just he's beaten, right? Like Green Bay, nothing. It looks like they're not that good. Detroit, what are they? One and four? Cleveland, Chad just said it. Like, they felt like they were making more mistakes themselves, putting him in good positions to win. So, I guess uh, I'm trying to play the numbers here and buy a Bears team that no one else is going to buy. But just like Pittsburgh last week, zero confidence, but I have to bet it. I think the big difference here is that the Bears are going on the road against New England. But I agree with you. We're just, it's a buy low, sell high. That's really what it is. And again, Um, we'll be the only ones on it. Every teaser, everyone's going to have the Patriots in this. That's why they already ran it up to eight. That's crazy. They already moved it to eight, but yep. it opened at seven, I think. Yep. Or something like Six. that, right? Six. Six. So people came in heavy on that. Then they just ran it right up. Cause again, that is low. Like six, I, I would bump it up to seven. That's my breaking point. Like eight, that's, that's a lot of points for this kid to be getting. So 
Again, me and Chad might be missing the boat on Zappy here. I know the college people love him, but we're just playing the number here. Simon, oh God. Simon, I think you would find you're a lot more like me. You know, once you grow up and get married and have kids and you've got to entertain <laughs> and you've got to keep a positive attitude for your children. And I'm the most positive person ever. You got to show them optimism and you got to entertain <laughs> and you got to be happy. You know, here's what we're talking about. I agree with you, by the way. I think betters generally are incredibly optimistic. They have to be. Everyone you thinks they're be. curmudgeons and angry, but you got to believe like 100%. And it's not like, you got to believe and you're blind about it. It's you got to do the work and then believe in your system and believe that you know what's right and believe in the history of what you've done and pull the fucking trigger. It helps too when we've started the year six straight winning weeks. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, that's really helping your boy over here because it's just like, man, that's the toughest part in these competitions. You get off to a slow start. Again, we're only four back of the leader. We can flip that in a day. If you're like 10 back, yeah, you're, you're pretty much done. It's, it's just really hard to catch up on these guys that are in these contests, man. It's they're cutthroat nowadays, like 30 and five. I mean, 30 and 30, 30 games, right. have been played. The guy, the leader is 25 and five, like, holy shit, man. So that's what me and Chad are up against 21 and nine. We're killing it four back of this guy. Just unbelievable. How good people are. Should be three fucking Jacks. Uh, <laughs> Here's the uh, Foxhole 49ers plus three. And by the way, I do think that number is going to go up. There's so much money coming in on the, on the chiefs. That number is yep. going to go up. Uh, Washington plus five and a half. Is and if it doesn't, sorry, if it doesn't even better people, like if that number doesn't, that means we're taking a really nice position with the books. Like the books just hang that at three. Whoo. I don't want to say how much money I might be end up betting on that, but like, that's a key thing you look for when a book doesn't move a number, a key number, like three to three and a half. It's because a sharp group came in so heavy at three and a half. They just will not go back to it. Uh, Simon says Washington plus five and a half. The exact decision. Houston Texans plus seven against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, our leans for the contest. Basically, what this means is you might want to start thinking about them. Keep it. Keep track of these lines. Jags minus three. Washington plus five and a half. Houston plus seven. 49ers plus three. Um, I also would say we're probably looking at Falcons plus six, Seattle six and a half, and Bears plus eight. Love it. All right. If you've been listening on AMP. We got to do the Survivor. I'm a survivor. Hmm. We are the greatest podcast in the world. We're probably the only ones left in Survivor Pools. I feel like every other show or just people in general have been knocked out. It's literally a wasteland out there after it's this insane. past week. Yeah. It's totally Again, if anyone had the Chargers last night, God damn, you were lucky. What do we think of Miami? Holy shit. That's too ballsy for me. I was thinking playing it safe, the safest of safe, Belichick at home, right? Like, again, I think the Bears can cover. Yeah, I get I, it. I, I can't see the Bears winning that. Or when else are we going to use them? The Bucks, Like, this this is like I, I mean, again, the fear of the Bucks is this whole team could be collapsing right now and we're walking right into it. But Carolina, man, they are so bad. I just if the I don't know what else we would look at the we use the Bucks. The same reason I was cool with us taking the Rams last week. It's like I don't know if we're gonna use them again. Yeah, the big um, difference here. The Rams were at home, the Panthers are not. And as much as I feel like right, the Bucks playing in Carolina, you might as well be playing like it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but 
the Bucks. You're sitting here. You're looking me in the face, and you're saying you are scared Brady's going to lose to the Panthers next week, this weekend. Come on. All right, fine. <laughs> so that's what, that's what I feel like our two choices are. Like, we're, if you gotta if you gotta pick between them, I would say Chad agrees with me. The safest one feels like New England. Um, don't hate Chad's idea with Miami because again, that's when else you're going to use them. If you really wanted to be ballsy, I guess you could go with Vegas, but I don't know. Houston's just a frisky team to me. So uh, a lot of bad matchups this week. There's going to be some big upsets. Usually in weeks like this, you have some big upsets. So, man, if you've made it this far and your pool is not over, um, we somehow still have a thousand people left in ours, which is freaking crazy. But uh, I don't know. Safest play to me seems like New England, Chad. I agree. I'd rather do New England than the Bucks. Okay. So, again, maybe we'll switch it up by this weekend, but I would say 90% chance it's New England. Couple reminders. Uh, don't forget, listen to Buckets. If you love the NBA, you want to bet in the NBA, if you want to keep involved with the drama of the NBA, if you want to play the narrative of the MVP betting, which is all that, all that award is, is narrative, and Matt Moore will break it down better than anybody covering the league, uh, Listen to Buckets, download Buckets, Action Network Podcast, Buckets. I am Chad Millman. He's Simon Hunter. For producer Matt Mitchell, if you're listening on AMP, thank you very much. Uh, Download the podcast from Spotify, from Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars. Say whatever you want because we think feedback is a gift. Until next time, love you. Love you.